Hello and welcome to another episode of the Third and Goal podcast. Uh, I'm Jamie, joined here tonight by Dan. Dan, how are we doing, mate? I'm good, what are you? It's been away for a couple yeah, of weeks. Good to be back. Absolutely good to have you back, mate. Not too bad at all myself. Uh, sadly, Rob can't be with us uh, with this episode, but I'm sure we'll catch up with him uh, later on. Uh, last time out, we discussed the EFC North. Uh, we're now going to move into the division that holds the greatest team in football, the AFC East. I'm sure you can Buffalo all agree Bills. that yeah. that is not the Buffalo Bills. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so what we're going to do, Dan, who have you got finishing uh, last in the division? We're going to get straight into this. And, uh, don't ask me that question. And, and you don't want to upset us too much. <laughs> you don't want to ask me that question, man. Um, I have got the New York Jets finishing bottom. I have got them making strides. I think they had a very good off-season, both last year and this year, to be fair. This year was more headline-making, but I think it was solid last year um, with the coaching staff coming in and bedding out and finding out what they want to be and who they want to be going forward. And I think they've really put that into play this year. Um, <clears throat> Record-wise, I've got them at 7 and 10. Okay. Which I think is progress. I think from an outside looking in, I think Jets fans would probably take that. Now, I haven't factored in Zach Wilson's injury. Um, but actually looking at the first few games here, I don't think it will matter too much to the record anyway. So, uh, I've got a couple of outstanding charity bets with a couple of Jets fans that they won't get six wins. So, my own prediction of seven and ten scares me slightly. But um, no, they're bottom with a seven and ten record in my eyes. Well, it's interesting that I've got them bang on exactly the same record, seven and ten. Nice. Uh, I think, as Jets fans, I think that would be be seen as progress. Um, I think anything less than that, in you know, you, you're questioning, obviously, the ability maybe of the head coach, of the offensive defensive coordinators. Um, Zach himself, obviously, depending on depending on how many weeks he's out. I don't think he's going to start week one. I think they're going to they're going to maybe hold him back. They have already week said that two. I think today. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Week two, maybe even week three, which I've got no problem with, to be honest. Um, you got you got uh, Ravens, Browns, Bengals start right. So yeah, I mean, you could potentially <laughs> hold him to week week four. Um, yeah, yeah, you, you know, know the, one and two probably likely through them. So. Yeah, the, the, the schedule eases up towards the back end. It's, it's the start. Yeah, it does. Yeah. Um, in terms of sort of roster and all the rest of it, you know, we, we had a really, really good off-season, as we've discussed at length before. Um, Brees Hall coming in is, is an RB1. Absolutely awesome. Love that. Uh, wide receiver room, decent as well. Um, Signed a couple of tight ends in Uzama and Conklin, who yep. were starting to build up some nice chemistry with Zach. We've never had a tight end for 100 million years who can catch a ball, so it's <laughs> pretty good. Um, obviously, you've well, obviously lost Beckton as well, right? Yeah, we, we, we lost Beckton. Uh, there's, there's been a bit of a, a roulette wheel on the uh, the offensive line. Obviously, Beckton was was drafted as a left uh, a left tackle. Right, didn't play at all last season. Yeah, yeah George. You passed on Tristan Wirth, didn't you? In the draft. Exactly. <coughs> yeah, they the specifically wanted. The, the, yeah, they specifically wanted a left tackle. Loads of Jets fans are banging on saying, "Now oh, we could have had Tristan Wirth, but he's not a left tackle. We were drafting specifically. Not, yeah. We would specifically draft him a left tackle. He's one of the best um, right tackles in the league. 
but he's not absolutely hundred <laughs> percent. Um, turns out we had George Fant play at left tackle all of last season. He was pretty solid. Um, okay. to be fair, they had him lined up at left tackle, and Beckham was going to move across the right. Tackle, <coughs> obviously, before the injury. Yeah. Um, so there's, there's been a bit of a roulette wheel. They uh, brought in Dwayne Brown, who was with the Seahawks last year to play left tackle. Uh, Fant moving back over to right tackle. You brought in Leighton Tomlinson, uh, who's going to be awesome at left guard. Yeah. So I think it's going to be a pretty strong offensive line there. So when Zach yeah. does come back and get healthy, he's got no excuses. He's got a he's got a solid offensive line. He's got plenty of weapons. But yeah, seven and ten, I think anything less than that, and there's going to be trouble but- next off season. The bit I've got that will probably upset you about it, and I'm just telling a look, is I've actually got you 0-6 in the division. Right, OK. Well, I've got us 1-5, <laughs> so I'm not... OK. I'm not going to try and, you know, blow smoke up our arse or anything like that. We're, you know, we're, we've been absolutely shocking in the division for multiple years now. I've got us beating the Dolphins, uh, obviously one of the two games. Then yeah. everyone else, you know, everyone else beating us. So, but no, uh, reason I had us second in the division, and I think it's just the, the green tinted glasses. I had the Patriots finishing bottom of the division. Uh, the record I had them finishing on was six and 11. Really? And then I actually started paying a bit of attention and looking into it. When was the last time, apart from 2020, that the Patriots had a losing record? Can you put your finger on it without looking at it? No. 1995. Yeah, I didn't follow the sort then. So. Yeah. <laughs> so, so I think my prediction is 6 and 11 is absolute bollocks and I've just been sitting on well, it with a, with a rose-tinted, uh, you know, jets-tinted glasses on. I haven't got a finishing bottom of the division, but I have got them with a losing record. Oh, okay. I've only got one game better than the Jets, so I've got the Patriots at eight and nine. All right, okay. Which, um, yeah, surprised me a little bit. Last year, you, I don't know if you listened in, but we had Fred, who was a Pates fan, on here, and me and Rob were telling us how he was going to get four wins, and he was adamant they were getting 14 wins, uh, and we couldn't fathom it. So, I don't know, maybe this is Fred uh, working his way off on me. But, um, it's really weird because the website we're using has got loads of stats and I've just pulled out and I've never noticed this. So with the Patriots versus teams with a winning record last year, I've got them 0-9. And, and against teams with a losing record last year, I've got them um, 8-0. Right, okay. So it shows you how we predict <laughs> favourites and how last year's bias is still there and that perhaps. So yeah, we're going we're gonna to review these, aren't we, on the weekly shows just to modify anything. But... Uh, Absolutely. What well, one thing I will say, just very quickly on this, I know we're 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 cut for time this uh, yeah. this episode. The, uh, a lot of my reasoning behind it was installing this new offense. They've played yep. the same style of offense for a million years. You've got the the Matt Patricia, Joe Judge, Phil Belichick hybrid call and players all all speaking in in Matt Jones's ear, and I don't think that's what he needs. I think he he, he showed flashes. Um, yep. <clears throat> that he could be a you know a solid quarterback under Josh McDaniels last year, and I just think it's it's a lot of uncertainty for a you know a second year quarterback to take on. So I, I factored in that sort of uh, you know that sort of issue when we were when we were um, going through all the all the predictions. I think he did. Okay, look sound. I think in terms of natural talent, I think he's an old school pocket passer QB. A lot of 
the Trey Lance's Justin Fields, two of these more mobile roll-out-of-pocket guys. And Mac Jones isn't. He's an old-school guy. And I think that's why the Patriots like drafting him there. Um, yeah. I am intrigued by the offense, though. They've picked up Devontae Parker, and they've got Kendrick Bourne there from last year. and They've got some pieces, I think, from here looking in, it's the unknown. Nobody knows who's going to be their wide receiver one. Nobody yeah. really knows who's going to lead the backfield. You'd anticipate it's probably going to be Damian Harris with Ramondo Stevenson getting some work in there. Um, <laughs> it's just that whole unknown around the Patriots at the minute for me, which is, is really versioned out. But if they come out and they settle and Mac Jones looks solid and Harrison Stevens are a great one-two punch with Harris leading it, and you have got Devontae Parker as your outside wide receiver one, and you've got Kendrick Bourne, who the back end of last year, they showed you could do flashes of almost what Debo was doing in San Francisco to a lesser extent because of the talent. But he can take sweeps and he can take screens and he can, he can do that, Kendrick Bourne, and he's got the ability to. And if they can almost be a unconventional New England offense, I'm quite excited by it. And if it all fits together, I think they've got some pieces that could work. Um, it is, as you say, just how easily that blends together from the outset. That's it. Um, I wouldn't wouldn't disagree with any of that. Obviously, the tight end room's pretty decent as well. Yep. Um, <clears throat> and, yeah, I, like I say, um, it's just going to be how how Mac Jones develops and how he can, you know, how he can adapt to this new this new offense and the new the new sort of uh, where they're going to line up there. Yeah. Um, anything else on the Pats? I don't like to talk about them too much, as you can tell. Uh, well, I've got to going to an hour against the Jets, so that's something. But um, yeah. No, I've got them pretty steady through the year. I've got them. Before the buy, doing quite well actually. One, two, three, four, five, and four before the buy. Just tails away late on. I think they've got some tough games back here. They've got the Raiders, the Bengals, the Dolphins who'll be fighting. They've got the Bills at the last game. So Yeah, uh, back end of the schedule looks tough, doesn't it? Yeah, they've got a period around sort of five to eleven, five to twelve with the buy in there, but there's some winnable games for them. Yeah. Lions, Browns, Bears, Jets. Colts maybe, but um, Vikings are amongst that. So they need to make the most of those games. I think bookended is quite can be quite tight with Dolphins and Ravens and Packers early on. So, um, yeah. but if there's one team that isn't going to panic if they go on free to start with, it'll be built and, and those Patriots. So and also let them get carried away if they go free and low at the outset as well. So they're going to be grounded level. Um, and hey, even if they do have a losing record. You know you're not going to blow out the Patriots. They're going to be in every game. You're going to have to beat them the way their defense has always performed. Um, yeah. They'll step up as always. They'll give you a game. Um, they're not going to be rolled over by anybody. That's for sure. So <clears throat> awesome, right? Okay, so I'm going to go out on a limb here and say we've both got the Dolphins finishing second in the division. Safe bet, yes, sir. Yeah, uh, over unders nine. Where have you got them? Eleven and six. Mm, okay. Yeah. I've got them exact. I've got them exactly the same as last year, nine and eight. Okay. I've got eleven and six. I've still got them missing the playoffs, which I'm pleased about. Dolphins fans won't be. Uh, I've got them coming in as the the eight seed in the AFC. Um, 
and I've got them winning the last three games as well. So I've got them hunting that down. So I'd have had them. Okay. What I had them eight and six and three to go. So um, you got go you got beaten Green Green Bay in week sixteen. Yeah, I have. You know we did this and it was like it's so easy to pick. Well, they're the better team, and we actually tried to look at upsets and stuff like that as well. It's hard to factor in at this stage. Yeah. But I just thought week sixteen. Green Bay probably wrapped up their division by then. You know, they probably the point, skipped their yeah. wild card berth. Uh, not that they're going to be tailing off, but the the Dolphins will be at eight and six, I think I said before that game. They'd come off a loss to the Bills the week before. And I just think they'll need that game more than the Packers come week 16. I think they'll still have that aspiration of playoffs and I think they'll need to win that one to do it. And I think they will do because of that. Um, yeah, so I have got them beating Green Bay just because. Cool. Yeah. yeah. Um, <clears throat> in terms of the nine and eight for me, uh, yeah. I, I know I know they've added they've added uh, Tyreek Hill, obviously. Um, is he gonna be as effective as he was in Kansas? Is he gonna be as effective as he was in Kansas City with Mahomes? Two is not Mahomes, never ever going to be Mahomes. But obviously Tyreek Hill's an unbelievable, you know, one of a kind type player. Um, does adding him get you a win over the Ravens, the Bengals, the Bills twice, the Chargers, Green Bay? I know we've, we've kind of touched on Green Bay, the yeah. 49ers. That, that's kind of the chunk of, of the losses that I see coming there. Um, see, I think the defence is solid from last year. I've retained a lot of the core pieces. Yeah. The new head coach in there, running back room. There's enough running backs there that, heck, if five of them go down, they'll still be able to run it better than they did last year because it was yeah. a freaking mess last year. Um, and I think that, in turn, will help too. I think a sound, solid running game from the outset of games will just cause the linebackers to step out of the box a little bit and, and that'll free him up a bit more time to pass. And if he's got some more time to pass, what better person do you want trying to get open down the field than Tyreek Hill? There isn't a better person in the league at doing that. So yeah. there's still the execution of it. But I have to say the addition of Edmonds and Mostert into that run offense and the acquisition of Tyreek Hill, I'd say has to give them two wins over a season. Not yeah. both based on player ability and also the way that they can manipulate other teams' defenses on the field. Um, and let's not forget, yeah. Tour and Waddle had that. I had a great relationship last year. So, yeah. uh, if that's your wide receiver too, they've got Mike Gasicki, who, for all intents and purposes, is a slot receiver, not a tight end, based on the way he's been played. Um, I know he's arguing that so he gets paid like a wide receiver rather than a tight end, but it's not quite yeah. going there yet. <clears throat> but, um, no, I'm, <clears throat> the Dolphins intrigue me this year. I'm not quite sure. I think last year, it felt like all Dolphins fans were on this road to the playoffs. They'd fixed it. They'd sorted it. They were there. Um, and I think most people from the outside looking in were going, yeah, you're not. You're, you're close, but you're still a few pieces short. Hold on. Calm yeah. it down a little. And that's how it transpired to be. This year feels different. I haven't got the same hype from Dolphins fans. I haven't got them going, we've got a chance to challenge this division. Watch the Patriots out, Jets and nothing. We can challenge the Bills here. It seems a lot calmer. It seems mm -hmm. like they've gone, 
yeah, we have added some good pieces. Tyreek Hill, nice. If if this works, we could be okay. And it's like, I think they've got a more realist footing on this season. Makes um, a change. <laughs> it does make a change. I'm quite pleased with <laughs> as well. But, um, yeah, I, I don't know. I just, I enjoyed and took pleasure in being right about them last year to some extent because yeah. the overhype from Dolphins fans was, well, it was annoying as hell, to be honest with you, at times. But I think this I, year, yeah, it's like a different yeah. feel. I, I think all, all this hype's around and Tua. I know everyone loves to bash Tua and all the rest of it, and, I, and I'm not going to do it too much. I'm not going to be, you know, jumping all over him. But there's a reason they were sniffing around Tom Brady. There's a reason that you know for all, all of the all of the whispers about Tua. It, yep. Is he, is he going to be the quarterback? I think he's going to be. Is he going to have the ability to to make them push onto that next step, regardless of the weapons they're bringing in? Is he good enough to get them? where they want to be. For me, talent-wise, undoubtedly. Not even close, undoubtedly. The, yeah. the natural ability he has, I think, is exceptional. What he didn't have last year was an attention to detail. He didn't have the playbook nailed on early enough. He didn't have... It seemed like he took his natural ability and took it for granted he would be a success in the NFL. Yeah. And I think it's clear that that doesn't happen. It doesn't work that way. No matter how good you are, <laughs> you still need to work. And I'm hoping people like, as I say, Mostert and Hill coming in and the, those guys, those seasoned vets that have reached high peaks in this game. Let's not forget Mostert led in the backfield in the Super Bowl just two, three years ago. Very true. Um, I think they will have him a little bit more set, a little bit more grounded, a little bit more focused. I can't see Tyreek Hill being happy making that move, turning up, studying the playbook, learning the playbook, running his route, getting two, three yards of separation, and two are missing him by six yards because he thought he was on an in-break, not an outbreak. Yeah. Tyreek's not going to take that very long at all. So he will have that guy nailed on because if I'm going to perform and earn my money, you need to perform and earn your money. Um, and that's the only way success is achieved together. So... I think he had his year. I think he had his year of, I can do this. And now I hope for his sake and, and Dolphins fans, he's had that realisation that I need to knuckle down. We've, you know, he himself must appreciate this is probably one of his last chances to, to yeah. be good or at least flash. Definitely. <laughs> um, but yeah, in terms of his ability, I don't doubt his ability. I don't. As I say, I think the running game there. The running game acquisitions for me were bigger than the Tyreek Hill acquisition in terms of helping to her because I think it will buy him more time, better pass blocker than Miles Gaskin in the backfield on yeah. third downs and stuff. So um, Chase Edmonds, great catching back. Um, so, yeah, I, I'm expecting Tua still to have some really big game-winning drives and moments this year, and I'm expecting him still to throw three picks in the game. At other times and rush and panic and get behind and try and force the ball and so I don't think he's a finished article but I do expect us to see a better tour and probably enough from tour to head into next year still in that starting role yeah I'd, I'd agree with most of those points I really really hope you're wrong but I <laughs> I, I, I agree to, you know to, 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 to most of that yeah uh, just I very quickly, yeah. keep him standing up though that's the problem 
The that's it. I mean, up. the guy is made of paper. Yeah, I mean, the, the, the acquisition that's kind of flew under the radar after the, the, the Tyree kill and all the rest of it was Terran Armstead. Yes. Uh, that was an awesome pickup for me. I know I know left tackle isn't the same we, with your, you know, your left-handed quarterback, but still, yeah. that's an awesome addition to their uh, offensive line there. Yeah, sure is. Yeah, yeah. They, they, they've got they some... And the defence, again, like the, the defence is sound there. They've strengthened the O-line, they've strengthened the running game, they've strengthened the wide receiver core. There is nowhere to hide now. If it doesn't work, it's on him. Um, and I think he knows that himself, which will be key. So Awesome. Right, okay, so we come to uh, arguably the best team in the NFL. You're not seeing that because of... Uh, no, I'm not liking that. Uh, I've got the Bills winning the Super Bowl, so you'll be not surprised to see I've got them winning the division by an absolute mile. Uh, what's your thoughts on the Bills? Well, it's funny, isn't it? The Bills, for me, are the best team in the NFL. Sat here right now, what, heading into preseason week two. The Bills are the best all-rounded team in the NFL. Um, there's no reason why they shouldn't perform. I like you've got to win the division. No, actually, Miles had to... Finns at 11-6, but I've got them in the division fairly comfortably. <clears throat> Interestingly enough, and I've just noticed, I don't have them top seed in the AFC. Oh, right. Yeah, which surprised me a little as well. But I don't. Who have you got? Well, I've got the Bills at 15-2. and two. <clears throat> I've got them on a tired record with a team from the AFC North at 15-2. and two. Right, okay. And they Bengals. meet in week four. No. <laughs> Ravens, right, okay. They meet in week four and they've got the Ravens beating the Bills, which will give them a tiebreaker. That's very interesting. I know you weren't here for the episode, the uh, AFC North episode. But I've got the Ravens 15 and 2 as well. Nice. Who you got winning week four then? To take that tiebreaker. Uh, oh, top of my head. Hold on. Give us 10 seconds. Just yeah. have a bit filler there while I look. I'm like a newsreader now, scrolling through his paperwork. <laughs> uh, week four, I've got the Bills. Okay, so you'll have them as a top seed probably then. Yeah, top seed. Nice. I've got the Ravens on that game. So, uh, yeah, interesting yeah, to see how that plays out. Yeah, I've got the Bills. After doing it, I don't know if it'll happen. I've got them going 16-1. and one. So what's the one they're losing? Green Bay? I don't know why I picked that. Okay. Yeah. I, I, I say when, we, when we're doing it week by week, I had them losing to Green Bay, and that's just kind of how it fell. Yeah. Um, but as I say, I looked down the entire roster. It's absolutely awesome. Everywhere you look, quality everywhere. Um, so, yeah, I, I don't even need to go into it. We all know how good, how good Josh Allen is. Uh, he's going to be better again, I think, uh, if that's possible. So yeah, I think they're gonna they're gonna absolutely walk it. Well, I've got them at fifteen and two. I've got them obviously losing that Ravens game in week four. Yeah. The other one I've got them losing, and again, it would probably be an upset for me, bizarrely, is the opening game of the NFL season in SoFi against the Super Bowl champion Rams. And I think the See, Bills are a better team than the Rams. I don't doubt that. Don't quote me wrong on that. The Bills are a better team than the Rams. Yeah, I just feel at home, opening the season, Super Bowl banner unfurled, and all that goes with that. We'll just have an edge in LA for them Rams on that night. That's I think a the good Bills point. will. I think the Bills will finish that night, 
and almost look around and go, we're balls up this. This should be us. Yeah. We're ballsing this up. And then I've got them two and two by week four because they lost to the Ravens. Yeah. But I don't have them losing again. No, that, that's a good point. Week one, I was I was on the fence for ages. Similarly to what you say, you know, everything that goes with, with yep. you know, coming in as the, as the Super Bowl champions and all the rest of it. And But yeah, so no interest. Did you know Von Miller, who has left LA and gone to the Bills, yeah. is playing his third consecutive game in SoFi Stadium as an away player. Really? Rams were away in the AFC Championship. They were away in the Super Bowl, and now he's at the Bills who are away to the Rams. <laughs> That's a pretty funny stat. He's played three <laughs> games in a row in the same stadium, and he's been the away team every time. I guarantee you that has not happened before. Oh, That's yeah, I'm almost funny. certain of it. I'm almost <laughs> certain of it, yeah. Because <laughs> the change of teams, and then he's got about week one, right? So... That's pretty um, funny. That, that's a that's a pub quiz question. That not that you're going to get this question, that question in this country, like, but definitely a, a pub quiz question, isn't it? We'll sort out a pub quiz for it. I'm sure already. Don't you worry. <laughs> well, you can sort that out. But uh, yeah, it's just how how I see it. To be honest with you, but I don't know. Yeah, it is what it is. So yeah, that's, it's going to be interesting. Um, uh, uh, you know. Hope that we we finish with the record of the Jets. I'm saying that, that I've predicted. Yep. Hope everything goes well with Zach and he, he makes the, the the progression and the steps that we want him to. Uh, well, was, it Garrett Wilson, was it Garrett Wilson that came out today and said? Uh, I said I exactly. had Joe Flacco to Zach Wilson, and he just kind of yeah. said frozen more receiver friendly. I yeah, it, it's not what you want to hear, is it? Like. So translated to those that don't follow properly, he's a better quarterback. <laughs> that's that's what he was saying, isn't it? He can take Pierce off the ball. He can he can zip it in there and when he needs to. And which let's be honest, you'd expect. Yeah. Excellent years of experience. So he's correct. Yeah. But you don't want your, you know, your first round draft pick to come out and and express that to the media. I know. He, I don't think he was being malicious with it. Obviously, he was just trying to, you know, trying to big up. The fact that Joe Flacco is going to be his quarterback week one. Correct. And he's, he's in direct competition with Elijah Moore right now for targets and so on. And you mentioned two new tight ends. So anything you can do to fire him up week one, make him like him a bit more, make him look his way first, give him a big week, means his career is going to start on the right footing, right? So Exactly, yeah. Who you got week one? Oh, you got the Ravens, so you're losing that anyway. So Ravens, yeah, we're, we're losing that. That's going to be Yeah, fun. you are losing that. I, I like the Ravens this year. I missed your AFC North episode, but I just, I liked them last year. And I think losing Lamar was so horrendous on him. So I just, yeah, I like the Ravens this year. No, I, I said that not not to bleed back into that episode, but I was massively high on the Ravens, um, and I just think Lamar's going to be be absolutely on fire. He wants a wants a new contract, doesn't he? He wants to be best paid quarterback in the NFL or there yeah. or thereabouts. Yeah. He's going to absolutely light it up this season. I think. Do you want a nice little stat? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I had the Bills going two and two, didn't I, through yeah. week four. I've got the Dolphins going one and three. I've got the Patriots going one and three. I've got the Jets going two for two. You could be top of the division Ooh. at the end of week four. Yeah, that's, that's tasty, <laughs> isn't it? <laughs> so 
have you got have you got have you got us beating beating the Steelers and the Steelers Browns? And the Browns. Yeah, yeah, losing to the Bengals and Ravens. I think that's pretty sad. You play all the AFC North really early, don't you? First four games. Exactly. Yeah, we get never made a stat like that before. That's really early. All four like that. It is. Yeah, I I had a spare. I had the Browns beating us, and that was that was purely based okay. on the will it be Deshaun Watson. Um, yeah. I, I would po- I would possibly swing that the other way now. Um, but I don't know. That, again, that's my Jets head talk, and I think I've been sensible with it with the predictions. To be fair, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. It's hard anyway, to be impartial. Uh, it's really hard, isn't it? Um, but yeah. Anything else for you to add, Dan, in terms of anything exciting that's been going on? Not necessarily. There's been no real major breaking news in the NFL since I think I've been on that you guys might have covered. Um, yeah. I will say just quickly, if I may, for anybody that did go or couldn't make it to the UK FFC event this year, keep your eyes on our Twitter early this week. So at underscore UK FFC, Monday or Tuesday, hopefully, there is some big news about 2023 coming your way. That's what I'll say right now. Fantastic. And no, I can I can definitely second that, Dan. If you didn't didn't make it to that event this year, keep your eyes peeled, see what's going on and and whatever's coming, you know, get involved because it was absolutely fantastic. Great to see so many like-minded people, NFL fans in one place together. Obviously fantasy football based, but yeah, absolutely. Keep your eyes peeled. Awesome, man. That's all. That's all for me. Yeah, nothing else exciting for me to add. Um, let's just uh, keep this train rolling, just counting down towards the season. It's getting exciting uh, now, right? Oh, absolutely. Hopefully there's, uh, you know, all teams, we don't want to see any big names go down injured no, in pre-season and all that sort of stuff. So let's hope we're not we're not having to talk about anything like that over the next couple of weeks. No, we just want to see the best football we can, right? And you're like me, you've got that many fantasy teams, you've got every player on them, one of them somewhere. Anybody to get injured is a nightmare right now. Everybody has to be healthy. Yeah, you must have that at least one person, one part of that player somewhere. And at this stage, I'm winning every fantasy league I'm in this year. So it's worth, uh, (laughs) (laughs) yeah, I need need everyone fit and healthy as best I can. So that's it. Um, Well, no, thanks for joining us, Dan. And uh, thanks everyone for listening. And we'll, uh, we'll, we'll see you guys next time. Awesome. Cheers, Jamie. Thanks, guys.